Hello and welcome to EN The Loop, East Norfolk's very own politics podcast. My name is Dylan and I'm joined by... Emma. Jared. And this week we're going to be talking about um, the investigation that Sky News have done into our MPs' expenses and... Not expenses. Donations. Income, donations, gifts. Basically all the money they've been getting. Dirty money. <laughs> this is good. We're also going to be talking about the um, chaos in the House of Representatives in America with the Republicans and them just failing to elect a leader. Uh, the coup attempt that happened in Brazil the, over the weekend, which was similar to the January 6th riots, wasn't great. And then we're going to talk quickly for a bit about Ukraine, how things are going over there. But yeah, we're going to start with the Westminster accounts. I guess we've all seen bits of this. Yeah, I mean, we got showed it by yeah. Anita and Lassen. Yeah, I got showed it by, yeah, George, by George as well. Yeah, yeah, sorry, that was my fault. I tagged George in a post of it and he went crazy. Yeah, no, he was like, immediately, beginning, he was like, yeah, this is important, guys. Get this up on your phones. If but not, I, I'll send you the link. Yeah, it, this, this is a database of all the income. I think Brandon Lewis was about 250 grand. In he was donations. about that. Didn't he have, like, loads of donations from a Russian woman as yes, well? Yes, a Russian... Which a great sign. D- Brandon Lewis got... Hang on. Sorry, my computer is being a bit slow. I'm being slow. That's the whole thing. Where is she? It'd be in there. Yeah, he got £35,000 of donations from Lubov Chernikin. That, thank you, Jared. Who is the wife of a former Russian finance minister. So proper connections to Putin there. That's dodgy. So we're going to say that we're going to sanction Russia and then we go and take money from people close to Putin. Well done, Mm. government. Well done. I love blood money. It's even more interesting. When you look at the parties, the Conservatives got £76 million in donations and gifts and second jobs, everything. Labour got 32.4, Lib Dems 15.1, the SNP 1.1 million, the Green Party just under a million. So much money is flowing in. And if you look at individual MPs, it's about 17.5 total. And I think the majority of that is the Tories by a long shot. You, you can't see it because this is audio, but if you look here, these bubbles here, the blue ones are Tories, the red ones are Labour. It's dominantly blue. Massive. Is anyone surprised? No, not particularly. Not at all. Um, it's just that was how it was going to be anyway. But like mm. the I fact mean, that so much of their funding comes from like massive donors is mm. so worrying. I was going to say it's pretty common knowledge that a majority of Labour's income comes from party memberships uh, and unions and yep. unions. Whereas obviously the Conservatives get a large portion of their money through donations. So mm. I mean, it's very much expected that we'd get something akin to this, mm. but. I find it interesting the specific MPs that are getting yeah. the donations. I mean, I guess you've both seen who who's the biggest earner. Well, yeah, Theresa May. Theresa May, 2.5 million. That's ridiculous. Which, Just a one person as Which well. isn't bad for someone who, well, Broke. the majority yeah. of the British public have forgotten. Yeah. It's not like she could it, do very much anyway. What, what she, power. she didn't do anything in her time power, but she's an ex-Prime Minister. Speaking events love ex-Prime Ministers for some reason. They pay her so much. I think it was Cambridge that... Gave her, Cambridge gave her four hundred thousand pounds for a single speech. I'm also not surprised that it was Cambridge at all. Like, it's one of the elite universities and mm. with the biggest amount of Tories, so that completely doesn't surprise me. I can't exactly say I know my university demographics. Neither do I. Without looking at my laptop, can anyone guess what the single biggest source of income was for anyone? So this is like, what entity donated the most? 
Well, I mean, it's right in front of my face. Yeah, no, I'm fine telling you to not look, but it's kind of <laughs> by the point. I mean, I can't actually see uh, it, so. It was the Unite Union, 9.4 million, all to Labour. What's interesting is, the second biggest is Lord David Sainsbury. Now, does anyone know who he is? Is that he the guy that gave it to all to the Lib Dems? Yes. Gave every single penny of that to the Lib Dems. Why? So, mate, you're crazy. I don't know why you're giving that much money to Why them. would you give it to the Lib Dems? If you're, why? I mean, if you're passionate for a cause, would you not fund money into them? That is true. That is very true. But it's the Lib Dems. Exactly. They're not doing they're anything. They're not going to get into power. I mean, I, I like the Lib Dems, but they're not doing anything. Realistically, but are they going to get into power? Most people think either Tories or Labour, yeah. and that's just not going to happen. Yeah, but realistically... If you're a Lib Dem, you're not going to exactly throw money at Labour or the Conservatives, are you? And what, else, fair. And what else are you going to do with that money? At least it's going somewhere where it'll be used. I mean, give, Sorry. give any of us £8 million. Pounds. We owe, we owe um, Lord Sainsbury an apology. Sorry. He actually gave 35000 to Labour as well. Okay, right. But Sorry, apologize Sorry for slandering you, Lord <laughs> Sainsbury. But still, give what? Seven million nine hundred and seventy. They've rounded it up to £8 They haven't even bothered. Yeah. But say you give, like approximately 7,900,000 mm. whatever thousand to the Lib Dems. I mean, if you're supporting the cause, then why not? The co-op gave 1.8 million to Labour. That's not surprising. But honestly, you can spend hours looking at this, these numbers. It's crazy. And like, properly digging into where this money's coming from. Wasn't there like a bit where they looked into like the companies that were given it, and when they like went to the premises, there was nobody there. Yes, that was IX Internet, something it like was that. Something about like the broadband. Company, IX yeah. broadband, yeah, it's something like that. They donated to about fifteen North Redwall Tory MPs, and it's been it's basically been used as a cover up. But you okay. probably haven't seen this. They no, Sky sent their journalist there. Uh, they were told first of all they tried to email them. They were told, sorry, it's company policy not to give the press the press email. And, and not only that, when they out. showed up at yeah. like, the premises, there was no one rung there. somebody and was like, hey, hey, is there anyone here I can talk to? And she's like, well, there should be somebody there. Then later changed her mind and was like, yeah, there's nobody. Well, and then said, we'll get back to you. And they never rung him, ever. Hmm. But then there was another company up in the north that's given about three quarters of a million to Labour MPs. High, high rankings, like Wes Sterling, those lot. And they again went to this property and they knocked on the door. This company has no employees, nothing. We don't know what they do. They knocked on the door of this company. An old, oldish woman answered, Yes, hello, who are you? Hi, I'm da -da -da from Sky News. Da -da -da. Well, I like this. And then she went, Are you recording this? Yes, we don't want to talk to you. Slam the door. Oh I was like, Well, that's not suspicious in the slightest. I mean, it's all well and good having like transparency policies about where the money's coming from but like that if that's only at surface level that's not really transparency is it if you're mm. saying oh yeah this is where i got it from when you actually go and find out you can't find anything at all mm. like that isn't being transparent about it and then a, a lot of suspicious. but also playing a minor bit of devil's advocate here i mean it is entirely within their right to mm. refuse recording without consent oh yeah it is totally 100 percent. i think just the issue is it's when it's like credit accredited to premises that don't actually exist yeah, and it, 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 was the, it was the way that they acted, if you know what I mean. It, they yeah. eroded suspicion. Of, I don't want to make accusations of people, but it is just like a, hang on, this thing's a bit dodgy. Yeah, what? like, don't get us wrong. Yeah. Being suspicious is not yeah. 
an accusation of oh, guilt. Oh, no, yeah, they might be completely innocent and yeah. they just didn't want to talk to me yet. Completely within their rights. It's just, to me, this there seems like there's more here. And it's also worrying that it's more than one place when this yeah. is happening. If it were just one place, it'd be like, okay, you know what, fair enough. But if it's happening over and over again, it's like, hang on, is there something else going on here? Yeah. And also take what I'm saying with a pinch of salt, because obviously I've, I haven't seen this, no. any of it, really. No, we're showing it your life. There's also been interesting differences in how the... But yeah, there's been interesting ways, differences in how the parties have reacted. So the Conservatives... Okay, publicly, all parties have said this is a great idea. It's more behind closed doors. Again, Sam Coates from Sky, he's a deputy political editor, said, officially Tory MPs are saying this is great. Behind the scenes, my phone is blowing up with angry Tory MPs saying, what have you done? Good. Yeah. Because we have the, a right to know yeah, where the money's they, they coming were, from. Well, all this information was public. You could find all this, but you'd have to have a degree in economics to understand it. What they've done here is just put it in a nice little circle graph. I think it says more about what they think about us that they're so angry that it's like in yeah, one place. Yeah, we it's like they were it. so confident that we would never find anything out. It's all well, we're going to move on to our next topic now due to factors beyond our control. <laughs> but, nah, factors. <laughs> oh well. Um, but we're going to start talking about the US House of Representatives. This is oh. being. I don't want to say entertaining because it's been a country falling it's, apart. It's been a mess. But if that's it, yeah, it's oh, that's a good way of putting <laughs> there it. There you go. Oh no, it was absolutely entertaining. Oh, it was. If you cannot elect somebody within fourteen times, maybe you should consider the fact that nobody's good. Mm. <laughs> no, the thing is, the Democrat Jeffrey, a hey, Jeffrey, not our Jeffrey, he kept on getting more, more votes than Kevin, oh sustainably, God. because the Democrats all unified behind him, whilst the Republicans were like, "I don't like you, I don't like you, I'm going to vote for." Fred. It was chaos. It says a lot about their party as a whole that they couldn't even get on with their own members. The Republican Party is so divided. They are because of Trump. It, oh, I'm, I'm going to say that. It, it, it is because of Trump. You have like the ultra right that loves Trump. Then you have like the moderate right that are like, no, we need to push Trump out. But yeah, yeah. Basically, all you happened. can really say about it's it what's is happened. it's the people who want Trump back and the people who don't want him back who don't want him back and want to move on mm. and that is what divides the Republican Party and in essence that is why the Democrats are doing so well at the minute because mm. they are united they are actually all standing behind Biden saying this is our man he knows what he's doing we respect him and then after that hopefully they go to Bernie Sanders what I mean if Bernie Sanders is still alive don't say that don't say that not here no we love Don't Bernie Sanders. He can't, he can't die. He's not allowed to. I just think it's not a great sign because, what, the Republicans have most of the Senate. Uh, they have... No, the Senate is under Democrat right. control. It's the House. The House. The House, the House, House is Republican. Republican. I meant the House. Literally a thin majority. I think it's like four. Yeah, it's about that four was or the five issue. seats. Hmm. With the voting for Republican, for Kevin, he couldn't, he couldn't have four rebels, okay? If any yeah. more than four people, people rebelled, he was screwed. For the first 10 votes, because they did it alphabetically, they didn't right. get past the C's without oh. having four rebels. That's how bad it was. How do you... That is so, so It was so like funny. Early. It, was, it was hell. And then people just kept voting for, like, other people that weren't even right. One person, I don't remember his name, he, on the, I think the 12th vote, it's about that, stood up proudly, and he was like, Donald Trump. And everyone was like, Why? idiot. No, but here's the thing, right? What's the point in trying to delay the vote as long as possible? Because you can't do anything yeah. until you have a speaker. The thing All you do is just sit there. You just sit there. Yeah, the House of Representatives didn't exist until Saturday. Well, great. It, it didn't. They couldn't do anything. 
they were frozen. And then Kevin eventually won. We all know. Had, have any of you watched his victory speech? I yeah. haven't. No. Don't. If you like your brain cells, honestly. Great. It was... We talking worse than Sunak's New Year speech? Not far off. Honestly, it was just he was he was spewing out that right wing rhetoric. Right. Like he was like, "We are going to end the woke indoctrination in our schools." I was like, "What does that even mean?" Probably means some kind of sexist, racist agenda. Oh yeah, it's homophobia. It's all of that. All LGBTQ. That. It's all that hatred. Christianity. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and being a little cynic like myself again. Even if we were to support this, it's all just talk. Nothing's going to happen. No, no. nothing's going to happen because, again, the Republicans are divided. Yep. They might as well not have a majority. They can't do anything. Yeah. And second of all, nothing's going to happen with this. Like, they're setting up committees to find the fraud within the FBI because, you know, they raided Trump. Well, there's no fraud. You're no, not going to no, find the fraud. This is exactly the same as when Trump went, voter fraud. Because the fraud no voter fraud. What were you all about? If it and, happened, there was so little of it. And like, another one, we're going to set up a committee to find the origin of the coronavirus. What? Yeah, I know. Uh, maybe they should be focusing on things that are actually important, know. you know? I mean, do we not already know that the coronavirus pretty much came from Wuhan, China? Yeah, we yeah, know that. Have we not but, established but that? We established that four that, years that's ago. That's not the Republican conspiracy. They don't like that, yeah, so... Why yeah. do you focus on conspiracy theories and not what's going on in your actual country? Because Republicans are... How do I put this? Special? <laughs> I wouldn't say <laughs> that, but... Maybe they just find conspiracies more entertaining than actual politics. Oh, yeah. Oh, goodness. I mean, maybe they shouldn't be in politics. They should. <laughs> I mean, I certainly do. It's why I'd never become a politician. Mm. Yeah, but the difference is you uh, actually the thing is, though, politician. They however, already did. However much... And we... also the difference is I don't believe the conspiracy theories. Yeah. However much we don't like the conservatives, at least they're not insane. As insane. They're, they're, <laughs> not, they're not running around peddling out crazy conspiracy theories, are they're they? They're not going out not there. Yet. Like, eh, eh, not yet. They, eh, everything yeah. they say is grounded in reality. Yeah. They're not quite at the point of going on down conspiracy theories, trying to vote for a leader that isn't actually there anymore, yeah. or like trying to overturn abortion laws yet. Again, not promoting the conservatives, but at least we're not that bad. Basically, the baseline is don't be America, and that is all we've got. Yeah, pretty that much. Is, that's our yeah, last that, line of defence. That sums Marvel. up this segment. Let's move on. So, <laughs> I we've all seen what's happened in Brazil. Or, I'll give you a summary. Yeah, you've given us Basically, summary. a bunch of supporters of... Can we call them far right? Either way, Bolsonaro. Yeah, Bolsonaro. Let's call him right. Bolsonaro supporters, like thousands of them, rioted in the Congress building, the Presidential Palace, and the Supreme Court of Brazil. And they were—they literally had banners that said in Brazilian, military intervention. They wanted a coup. Oh. They wanted the tanks to roll down and kill did, Lula. Did, did you say in Brazilian? Portuguese. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone, I'm tired. But yeah, they, <laughs> these people broke into all the buildings and they tried to seize control. And obviously, lots of connotations have been drawn to January 6th because yep. it's near enough what's happened here. Basically, a similar thing. So. Yeah. It, it's scary again how this can happen. And how? Like, Only a few days apart in the year, anyway. Where were the people meant to stop them from doing that? Like, ah, the police. Question. The police response to this incident was significantly better than the January sixth. Don't again. Don't get me wrong. The, the first responders at January sixth did great. Yeah. But they weren't prepared. No. The Brazilian police were. They obviously expected something like this to happen. It's almost like Brazil's a divided country. Well, they are. 
they they reacted much better and again another major difference is they were arresting people on the spot you yeah. weren't leaving if you broke in whereas with january 6th everyone went back to their homes yeah they literally just like went home and got like no consequences yeah. for it and they were like yeah, oh, yeah well, whereas if, if you were here you were going in the back of a riot vehicle yeah. no, like, i mean I... every picture i've seen online about it has had someone in handcuffs hmm. they the Brazilian police did brilliant the, given the circumstances. I mean, if there's loads of people, you can't physically stop everybody. But to be able to get as many as you can mm. is a lot I, I, I have a lot of sympathy for Lula. Like, the president, presidency, president, the job he's obtained, <laughs> can't speak today, it's a really hard one. The presidency. Yeah. Presidency. Thank you, Jared. Okay. What would we do about you? I, I wouldn't want that job. You'd probably no. be just fine without me. <laughs> how, how would we... How would you do that? Like, how would you counter all the extreme rhetoric Bolsonaro has spewed? Like, if you effectively end up taking that role with, like, tensions, like, already high, like, I, I wouldn't be able to keep up with the pressure of that. Like, I mean, with stuff like this happening all the time, I can't yeah. do it. I mean, it wasn't Bolsonaro who was in before him, but he's done it before. Oh, yeah. So I don't see why I can't do it again. Yeah, I, I reckon he can do it. But I wouldn't want to try. I wouldn't want to give it a go. No, that's for sure. no, so mo- most you. people wouldn't. He's. I, I think Lou is quite frankly a very good man. He's stuff he's done. This is why you'll never see me working in politics. Yeah, we couldn't do this. Yeah, no, thank you. I work for an NGO, and I'll be happy with that. Yeah, you you made the big bucks. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and again, th- this isn't going to stop. No. The, the far right in Brazil are dead set that Bolsonaro won that election. They're just going to keep going it's and going and going until Bolsonaro is when dead. When somebody is like so convinced of like what they think actually happened, it, especially when there's not logic behind it, it's so hard to change their minds. Mm. Like They will just go with whatever made-up evidence they can and be like, yeah, this is how it was, and then just try and... like. It is funny. Bolsonaro didn't go to Lula's inauguration. He went to Florida. So if I had a nickel for every time a crazy president went to Florida to avoid the inauguration, I'd have two nickels. Which isn't a lot, but it's weird it's happened twice. It is weird it happened twice. <laughs> I mean, Florida doesn't seem like a bad place to go. I know. I mean, Strange must, not, must, you know, must be warm. Strange they're not, you know, at the inauguration, but, you know. Yeah. Apparently, Florida, I guess. Apparently, Bolsonaro's health is declining. Well, oh. apparently this, apparently that. He, That's also the second time apparent, some kind of leader has from what I've heard. From what I've heard, apparently he's been admitted to hospital with um, prostate issues. But yeah, apparently he's not well, so I obviously don't wish death on anyone, but it'll be interesting to see what happens there if he does yeah, like, die. I'm not going to say I'll Yeah, again, we don't, we don't, we don't want him that. to die. However, it would definitely but, be interesting what his supporters would do yeah, in that situation. They, they wouldn't have a leader to fall behind. They'd right. scramble. Let, let me rephrase what you said yeah. to make but it sound make nicer. Make it sound better, yeah. please. Yeah. We don't like him, but we yeah. wish him a full recovery. Yeah, yeah, we don't want him ill. Yeah, hopefully. But we, he, he hasn't put out a statement about this. I think he needs to say something of, guys, please stop. Yeah, because he hasn't really tried to stop anything. But I think that's going there because my bus is coming. So, yep. yeah. Uh, so that's all we've got time for today. I haven't got time to talk about Ukraine. Sorry, Ukraine. Um, but we'll talk about you next week. Yeah, we'll talk about you next sure week. We'll, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> stuff will happen. We'll, we'll fit you in. Sorry, but. You're not number one anymore. <laughs> yeah, sorry. It's hard to cover it every week because you know, it just keeps happening. There's yeah. too much going on. Yeah. But thank you very much for listening. Just before we finish, I'd like to remind you that all views expressed on this podcast are the debater's own and do not represent the views of East Norfolk at all. And thank you for letting us keep you in the loop.